This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. Brie Davidson knows how to get to work. You want to know how I get away with everything? I work all the time. From Monday to Friday, Friday to Sunday. I love it. I work. That's from her 2018 hit, Work It. Marie Davidson has called herself a workaholic before. She's someone who has struggled with many addictions. Those struggles, along with her decision to stop playing club music as a solo artist, influence the themes and sound of her latest record. You can hear it clearly on her song, Back to Rock. These are my last parties. I'm feeling kind of sorry. She says this song was about breaking up with club music and the club scene, but it was also about tackling some personal issues in her life. It was also breaking up with a lot of addiction. You know, addiction for myself is mostly addiction to control, uh, performance, workaholism, addiction to um, my persona, my, my image, you know, addiction to many things, drugs, substances, um, addiction to control. I'm a recovering anorexic, so it's all that, that stuff, you know, all that very self-destructive behaviors that uh, I'm referring to in that song as much as I'm referring to uh, my music shift. Mm. So, I mean, you mentioned so much there, you know, struggles with with drugs or, you know, working too much or even anorexia. For you, what have you found some things to allow you to work through some of those addictions effectively? I mean, here on KEXP, we talk about addiction quite a bit. We have a day dedicated to using music to help oh, heal. That's wonderful because that's what I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so, definitely what I do. I started this solo project, my, my solo music, back in 2012. And that was mostly an attempt to palliate to my addictions because I was really deep into them at that point. And it was not, I didn't start this this, this solo music project to um, cure myself, but at least to palliate to it, you know, to help me get through my darkest hours. And... Uh, it turned into a career which I didn't expect at all. So it was very healing. But eventually, a couple of years later, when I got to start to tour a lot and perform a lot, it turned into a new addiction, a new obsession, which was control and work, workaholism. So it is my, my music making and also listening to other people's music is mostly a very positive thing, but I have to watch out because I have an addictive behavior, addictive tendency. So even with music from other people, other artists that I like, I have sometimes to, to, to watch out so I don't get obsessed, you know, and because, because I, I have this tendency to, to project a lot onto uh, fantasies or goals or ideals. So in Back to Rock, I'm finally trying to just be myself, you know. It's my time to shine. Tomorrow I'll be blind. Oh, don't turn on the lights. You know I'll be all right. 
you talked about anorexia when you're talking about you know addictions and there's a song on this record called lead sister which is about karen carpenter who was in the band the carpenters who ended up dying at a fairly young age from complications to anorexia 32. There's just been a few songs that I've come across this past month where there's such a strong narrative and story behind a track that just, again, puts me like in this Wikipedia or, you know, like rabbit hole of like trying to understand someone's story. Yeah. Tell me more about this story and why it it struck you so much to the extent that you wrote a song about it. Well, I I discovered the Carpenters uh, about a year and a half ago. I mean, I knew the name of the band, and I, I guess I've heard a few songs without knowing it was them. But it's through a good friend of mine, uh, my friend Frances, who uh, showed me the band when she came to visit in Berlin with actually Azel, who's part of our band. So they came to visit me in Berlin in June 2019, and she played the track Superstar. I thought it was a Sonic Youth track. And she said, wait, you have to hear the, the original, the, the Carpenters. And I fell in love. You know, she, she's a big fan, so she kind of like got me into the music. And and as I, I digged into the music, which I loved, I realized that her story is extremely sad. It's brutal. It's 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 the story, typical story of not being seen for who you are and being used by our own family, and used by the music industry. And she just it just really killed her slowly but surely. And she became really addicted to this idea of being perfect, which I truly relate to. It really spoke to me because I saw myself in 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 that story. So I decided to write a song about it. Le mensonge pénètre en toi cette sombrité de perfection. Chemin solitaire qui te conduit, hélas, à l'obsession. So, you know, I'm using someone else's story to also talk about myself. But I do this out of love and so much respect. I, I'm a big fan. I, I, I think she has one of the greatest voice in history. She, she was a really talented singer and drummer. She was a drummer first. So I have much, much respect for Karen Carpenter. And, and I believe it's a really, really sad story. She's also the first uh, celebrity who was publicly talked about and diagnosed with anorexia after her death. But she was like the first case of someone very, very famous. So it kind of like brought a light on uh, on the, the, the disease itself. Yeah, because she died in the early 80s. Yeah, and, in, and, that, yeah, and that was kind of before people... 
Yeah, before people really knew what anorexia was, exactly. diagnosed. Well, kind of yeah. people, the, the 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 public sphere kind of discovered what anorexia was through her. So the final track that I want to talk to you about is Renegade Breakdown, your your title track um, to this record. Denied my application. I'm not a slave of your institution. You want a weapon of mass destruction. I'll give you a demonstration. Tell me more about the inspiration behind this song and the message you're getting across in Renegade Breakdown. <laughs> the first first tra- lyrics that you, you mentioned is because uh, we got denied on a grant application to found the, the cost of making that album. <laughs> 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 so, But that's just the, the one you say, deny my application, I'm not safe to you, of your institution, you want a weapon of mass distraction, I'll give you a demonstration. That was about that. And to be very honest, af- afterwards, after I wrote the, 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 the lyrics to that song, we got an, a, another grant we applied to. So, so uh, I cannot say that we didn't get some help for, for, for this album. It was actually the first time in my life that I got any funding. So it's not all bad. But, but, but the whole song uh, in general it is a commentary on like, capitalism. Uh, on the music industry, on the pharmaceutical industry, on the fashion industry, on industries in general, you know, it's kind of like a, a little bit. It, I'm, I'm, it's a, it has a punk rock vibe without sounding punk rock. You know, it's not about the sounds, but it's it's about the 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 message. It's just when you you have enough, you know, you get to a point where where you feel like you've taken you've taken so much. That, that you're you're breaking down and you become a renegade because you, you you're pushing away you're you're detaching from that culture so it's it in this song it talks about myself trying once again to detach from the 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 ideals of a of a culture the mostly the aesthetic criteria and the commercial uh, criteria to get to this ideal as a as a as whether an artist or a business person or just just a, a human being within our the the, the capitalistic uh, society where we live, it's a real um, breakdown and it's funny take. Uh, it's kind of like a humoristic take on rebelling in general. You know, rebelling towards your parents, society, whatever your bosses, your your friends, your brothers, your sisters, uh, your doctor, you know, it, for me, it, there's a line in there where, where I talk about the doctors and prescriptions because I, I, I got in trouble with prescription pills and, and, uh, wrong diagnosis of stuff, you know, it, it, it it's just, um, you get to a point where you're fed up about mostly everything in your life and you're breaking down. Your science is a poison I can no longer ingest. Prescription and show it up your stuff. This is where we part, and this is how I end the capitalization of my deprivation. So, next time you think about me, might as well cross me off your list. I really don't need an applause. Your party sucks anyway. 
How do you feel like in your life you're a renegade? Well, because I decided that I'm, I don't want to partake anymore. I just don't want to fall into that trap anymore. I want to be myself, even if, if, if that makes me a less uh, attractive person or a less pleasing person or a less successful artist or a, a less nice, you know? You know how, how people love you when you're nice and when you're codependent with, with an organization or people or groups. It's just uh, detaching for, from groups and exploring individuality, you know, with, with confidence and pride and on honesty. It's an attempt, right? I, I, it's a work in progress. I'm not saying that I feel I feel great every day. It's actually a very challenging time for me as well as for a lot of people, I believe. But uh, trying, you know. I've been speaking with Marie Davidson. Her latest album is called Renegade Breakdown. Marie, thank you so much for chatting Thanks to today. you. Denied my application? I'm not a slave of your institution. You want a weapon of mass distraction. I'll give you a demonstration. By the way, there are no money makers on this record. This time I'm exploring the loser's point of view. Never mind the term. It's a renegade breakdown. I don't want your advice on how to elaborate my speech. I have no interest in your political agenda. Your intentions fluctuate like the stock market. Your masquerade is grotesque. Your style overcalculated. The uglier I feel, the better my lyrics get. And I feel disgraceful whenever you're around. I, I thought I saw you taking a picture last night. So give me something to remember. Your pointless opinion, I couldn't care less. How do you come up with such meaninglessness? Your cheap headlines, your lazy writing. I wonder how it feels for you to sit around all day. and for all my life is anti-strategic lying between comic and tragic
to desert what I've never needed from the start. Take back everything. I don't cling on to products. If I had a perfume line, it should be called No Collab. Expect no collaboration. No need to call the cops. I'd rather self-police. I betray everything I make. Anger is everything I am. Your science is a poison I can no longer ingest. Take your prescription and shove it up your ass. This is where we part and this is how I end. The capitalization of my deprivation. So next time you think about me, might as well cross me off your list. I really don't need an applause. Your party sucks anyway. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.